Autobots transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. And I did it all for the Nookie. What? The Nookie. What? So you can take that cookie and stick it up your ass. And today it is episode 17 of season one of Challenge of the GoBots. It is Invasion from the 21st Level Part. This episode has a story by Jeff and Kelly, and the teleplay is again by Lane Rachel. Anyway, last time on Challenge of the Gobots, Psykill brought about the arrival of insectoids from the 21st level of reality, I guess, so they could keep humanity busy by taking over the planet so Psykill could take over the planet. Yeah, it's one of those things that works on paper, right? But, uh... <laughs> yeah, and in this episode, um, we pick up really exactly where we left off in the last episode. Uh, this time, so Exor brought in. It looked like more drones, but apparently these are soldiers who are much more powerful. Yeah, she calls them soldiers. The last ones were drones, I guess. So leader one says, run away. <laughs> yeah. So they all, well, they run down a hallway, but they didn't really draw that in. So it looks like they fly out into space. But <laughs> Braxis is still standing in this room that's exposed to space. And, uh, uh, but yeah, they just forgot to draw something. There's a few space backgrounds that are placed here in error in this yeah. episode. Uh, the queen tells her one of her goons all right take braxis and the machine down to earth so they can get on with conquering it and in the hallways the guardians are fighting uh exor soldiers to no effect like their lasers are bouncing off <laughs> yeah. of them they're gonna give them a taste of gobot power which is hide around the corner and shoot them when they show up i guess <laughs> <laughs> so proud uh but leader one says okay you know what then let's fall back and find the main uh, the power generators so they do Turbo and Blaster barricade the door uh, so that the insectoids can't get in while Leader One and Smallfoot, I guess they're going to overload the ship and blow it up? Yeah, I, I thought since this is Hanna-Barbera, though, that uh, I fully expected the monsters to just open the door from the other side that they're barricading. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't happen. But yeah, Leader One's going to overload the power generators. So where is he getting the power to overload the thing generating it? I don't, it doesn't matter. From the 22nd level. And he <laughs> jams this hose, it looks like, into a computer monitor because i guess that's how that works and smallfoot says the whole place will be blown to smithereens in a few minutes and here we had something that i really liked so blaster all of a sudden says oh shit the astro beam's wearing off guys bye and turbo can't hold the door himself this yeah is a really i forgot good, about just that plot point of like you know things are getting worse now uh so two turbo can't hold the door by himself bursts open the insectoids charge in and uh, Leader One wants to go save Turbo, and Smallfoot says, no, no, he's gone. We have to run. Mm -hmm. And she blasts a hole in the wall, exposing the interior of this room, at least, to space. And uh, she and Leader One fly to a safe distance, I guess. But they get chased. A bunch of insectoids come out, so they have to fly to Earth. I think they get chased all the way. But we then go to Turbo, and he's in this, I call them gyroscopes, but yeah, it's some restraint yeah, thing. that's what it looks like. And they, they take him down the hallway of the hive. It's this big cave complex, and he sees a whole bunch of humans in a bunch of cells, and then he sees the renegade. <laughs> but, but speaking of those humans, it, it's very brief. Pause the DVD at 4 minutes 43 seconds, because just after you see the guy with the monocle, the face on the very last guy, oh Holy shit. Like, okay. it's, it's, wow. <laughs> that, that's all I can describe it as. Well, uh, Crasher describes him as, a, what does she call him? A punk. She's like, I knew you were a punk. You got caught, you punk. And he says, yeah, but you got caught before me, so eat a dick. <laughs> They put Turbo in the same cell as Scooter, and Turbo points out that they're strapped to these things six miles underground, and fuck this, and fuck that, and fuck it all. And Scooter's <laughs> like, man, I was just 
you know, say hi. <laughs> so uh, Braxis, for whatever reason, he's brought before the GoBots with a couple uh, insectoid soldiers and just laughs at them. Ha ha ha. I win. You guys couldn't take on five drones. Now we got a bunch of soldiers. Fuck you. And then the insectoids are like, uh, Queen Exor wants to see you. Yeah. So I get maybe maybe these cells are just on the way there. They were just headed that way. And when you stop for a second, oh, but, that would uh, make sense. Yeah. But Braxis calls Cycle a loser and then they take him to see the queen. And in the throne room i guess she tells him uh, he's of no more use to her and uh, she even checked to make sure there was an off button this time because yeah fool them once right and uh, she sends him to work in the food camps they never elaborate what the food camps are but i would like to think it is where the insectoids send humans to fatten them up oh yeah like foie gras kind of evil yeah stuff, anyway yeah. it's like it was, or praxis is like fuck this and he's got conveniently a bomb uh, yes. in his pocket so he throws this incendiary device it blows up and he hoofs it and, but after it explodes it, it sounds like a woman screaming while he's running like admittedly you know the queen is there but that's not at all what her voice sounds like uh so, but anyway she sends her soldiers after him um and then leader one and okay this was so dumb leader oh, i don't want to say see a bunch of insectoids rounding up humans and putting them in the back of a pickup truck yeah so who's driving the truck yeah <laughs> and, and before that though it just pans across the desert and it's desert 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 four-lane highway skyscraper yeah and yeah. then they sneak past this little sneaky beaky like they take like five or six steps and suddenly they're hiding behind bushes outside unicom headquarters like there's, yeah. there's no other buildings around yeah. no 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 there's nothing around that's it the end oh sorry there is something around a bush starts to shake yeah it's a very conspicuous bush behinds them and starts to move and then a net comes out of it and they dodge that and welcome to a brand new podcast within a podcast the ways i'd like to see nick die podcast in today's episode, Leader One dives straight into the bushes, and there's a bit of a scuffle, and then he comes up with Matt and AJ. But where's Nick? And they'd all look down, and Leader One would start scraping something off his foot. And there we have way number 28, I'd Like to See Nick Die. And that was the podcast within a podcast, the Ways I'd Like to See Nick Die podcast. Thanks for listening. So it is Matt and AJ, and right away, uh, Leader One, he's like, hey, we had a great idea to sneak in, but we're too big and clunky. And Matt says, we're on it. So they run off, nobody really explaining what we have to, have to do. And the next time we see them, they've done it. But they run off, uh, and then we have Braxis, and he's sneaking through the hive, because he's being chased, and comes up, he walks past Psykill, who's like, oh, you little fucker. But he comes upon Turbo and Scooter and says, hey, if you get me out, uh, or I'll set you free if you can get me out of here. Yeah, and they think you know they're going to regret this so they reluctantly agree so he opens their cells and he reminds them this is a deal like you guys know what a deal is right <laughs> yeah oh yeah this is the moral lesson of this episode <laughs> so he yeah as he frees them though a bunch of drones approach and they pretend to be restrained again Braxis hides and Psykill's like they're lying <laughs> yeah. they're a bunch of liars and the guards Tattle. start coming Back in commercial break. And when we return, uh, Turbo tosses his gyroscope restraint thing at the drones. Um, <laughs> so he, Scooter and Braxis run for it um, and basically tell Psykill to go fuck himself. Yes. So, uh, but one of the drones jumps at Turbo. Uh, he dodges it and it slams into Psykill. Well, yeah, because for some reason, Turbo opens the bars of Psykill's cell. But yeah, either way, uh, Psykill comes flying out of his cell, still strapped to this thing that he's in. And uh, Scooter's like, where'd you learn to do that, Turbo? And Turbo's like, I'll tell you later. It's like, my unique battle strategy of 
dodging. I call it get out of the way, foo. <laughs> yeah, but but what, what the important thing here, so the, the Guardians flee, insectoids run after them, but Psykill in that altercation has been freed. His restraints are broken. Well, yeah, he just rips his hands free and he's like, oh, I never felt better when Crasher asks him if he's all right. So then we go back to Matt and AJ and they've just, like I said, they're inside not only the inside they're at the astro beam <laughs> and they call in a new they call in a new gobot they call in that's right oh. it's brand new gobot it's brand new guardian it's another one that can fly that turns into something that can fly how about that one paul you gonna do a rant about that smart ass dude what's with well, the anger ah fuck you too no i wasn't gonna rant about heat i had heat seeker when i was a kid i was a christmas present grade too and yeah i actually really liked him until some Fucking kid stole him out of my desk in grade two. But uh -huh. yeah, I was going to say I liked it. What was that kid's name? Terry. Yeah, hey, fuck you, Terry. <laughs> uh, the, the insectoids advance. Uh, they come in and they, because they're hearing noise of the astro beam going on. And they walk in and start cornering Matt and AJ as Heat Seeker starts to astro beam in. Yeah, Heat Seeker appears and he has a Zorro mask. <laughs> and uh, he drops Matt and AJ inside and, can, well, he does kind of like the pick on someone your own size bit. And yeah. He grabs Matt and AJ and drops them inside and converts. And Matt hopes he's fast. Oh boy, is he fast. Fast. We're going to get beat over the head with that one. Uh, back to Braxis, though. He's in Turbo. He and er, Turbo and Scooter are driving out of the hive through these tunnels, and Braxis is like, oh, it's a bumpy ride. He really hates those bumpy rides, as we've learned with him and Jeeper Creeper. But um, he's complaining, and Turbo's like, oh, princess, you want to get out and walk or something? At one point, they ram through some guards, and Turbo tells him, all right, give it all you got, Scoot. And he's like, okay, but it's not going to be much. <laughs> at, least, at least he's got some humility. Yeah, so Scooter, uh, they, he gets blasted in the butt. Um, and I, again, I know we say it a lot, but great accurate transformations here. Trans oh, I said it. I, we, I, that's why I got the buzzard, isn't it? <laughs> a great conversion here. But uh, when Scooter converts, he like spins out and, and ends up on his knees. Like it's it's really physically accurate. Yeah, like that, that time Crasher converted as she was wiping out too. Yeah. yeah. And Turbo converts accurately as well. It's just not as cool as Scooter's conversion. But uh, they fire at the um insectoids and cause a cave yeah and uh, now turbo was examining scooter but braxis says we have to get out of here before it's too late but then cycle and the gang show up so it's already too late uh, -huh. uh turbo has a little bit he tries to convince cycle look let's work together with the insectoids and i do like that cycle's like fuck you <laughs> like, of course he's not gonna work with you so the renegades start to advance just as the insectoids free themselves and this kind of didn't make sense. They tackled Turbo and Scooter, and the, then the Renegades start blasting them at them, and one of them runs yeah. for it, and then the other one tackles Psykill, and Crasher grabs it by the wrist and then blasts it with her foot laser. Okay, so yeah, doesn't make sense that the Renegades attacked the Insectoids and didn't just... I They should have just left and let the Insectoids kill the Guardians, but that was a dope move where Crasher, yeah, picks this insectoid up by the wrist puts her foot to its chest and fires off a crasher stomp oh that okay yeah that's a dope you, move that's like point blank crasher stomp yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that's a shotgun to the chest that's a great fucking move anyway um he goes flying and then with in all the confusion the guardians they book it outside leader one says heat seeker aj and smallfoot will be the distraction and he and matt will head inside and disable the 
interphaser, I guess, because he knows what it's called for absolutely no reason. <laughs> yeah, really. So uh, Heat Seeker and Smallfoot get the drone. Oh, um, AJ gets into Heat Seeker, but they stand outside the entrance and go to the drones. Hey, dipshits, aren't you supposed to take care of us and <laughs> run away? And the drones chase them. Yep. And now they have insect wings like waspinator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they fly after the um, Heat Seeker. One of them runs after Smallfoot, I guess. But uh, Matt and Leader One just enter the hive and they see mysterious lights ahead. There are three lights. Wasn't it the thing on Star Trek where Picard's like, there are four lights. Uh, I know it's one word. Uh, one of the greatest episodes of science fiction anything ever. Yeah, one of the best actors of anything ever. You've seen Star Trek The Next Generation. What if you can do that for real? Um, I'm walking along. And um, I see this beautiful girl and I think I'd like to see her naked. And so all her clothes fall off. And she's scrabbling around to get them back on again. But even before she can get her knickers on, I've seen everything. You know, I've seen it all. But back in the air with Heatseeker, who converts into an F-16, uh, he admits, you know, these bugs are fast. Yeah. Uh, and so he's getting trailed by a, a, one of these bugs, insectoids. And just as all the renegades or the three renegades fly out of the top of the hive being chased by insectoids. Yeah, they're on their ass too. And Heatseeker manages to lure the bug that's chasing him to slam into the bugs chasing the renegades. And they that. all just stop in midair and then drop. That was very Hanna-Barbera. Yeah. So, uh, And this was, uh, I'd mentioned before, I, I think I did, there's a lot of space backgrounds that don't fit. <laughs> yes. uh, this is another one where suddenly AJ and uh, Heatseeker are just in space. Yep. And then we go to the <laughs> renegades who are actually in space flying up to a rogue star but then copters foot thrusters run out of gas i guess and he he starts falling back to earth okay and i thought okay just when you think newton's first law like he can't escape the gravitational bull the earth he just stops in space and gets out his spinny blade thing to fight the monsters now i do wish we had at least 10 seconds of just good animation of copter taking on three insectoids because copter He's a bit of a brute, right? He, I, it would be really interesting. He does swipe at them with the rotor. It smashes right away. He's set to kick the shit out of them. But then the insectoids all just charge him at once and we get a commercial break. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, Crasher has the main gun on the Rogue Star up to 50% power. And that's good enough for Psykill. He brings the ship around and blasts the insectoids who are disintegrated, I guess. I guess. Respect that he did go back to save Copter. It was, at one point he was like, we can't save him now. I really thought he was ditching him. He did go back to save Copter that's i respect that back down on earth it turns out that the lights matt and leader one saw were turbo and scooter yep it's just their headlights and uh, he tells them he's off to squash some bugs hey you want to come with but then braxis is like well they can go with but i'm not going with then he gets out of turbo and uh leader one's like oh you captured braxis that's great and uh Braxis says, no, no, we made a deal. I'd get let them out if they got me to the surface. And Leader One's like, well, if that was your agreement, Turbo, you have to let them go. The <laughs> obvious answer here is that Leader One should have looked down and said, oh, I didn't make a deal with you. Yes, so fuck you. exactly. Anyway, uh, we go back to Exor and she is like raging now because one of her... Uh, drones or soldiers is like hey we can't find the gobots but there's only a few of them we don't think they're a threat and she's like yeah. fuck that find them all kill them all <laughs> yep everything's gone pear-shaped and meanwhile scooter just runs into the room and connects himself with a hose to the <laughs> interfacer thing because there's no joysticks i guess and he opens up the dimensional gate again they all start to get sucked up but just as she did in the last episode xor does her telepathic mind slinky ray and shuts down the gate yeah that looks like the cover of a def leopard album <laughs> and uh that shorts the thing out and now she's headed up to here with 
their shenanigans and she blasts them with the eye lasers. She doesn't just blast them with the eye lasers. She pins them to the ground and continues to fire at them. Mm. And they can't get up. Then, though, we go to the rogue star. It's approaching Earth's atmosphere. And Copter has most of the repairs finished. That mask is fast. And uh, then Copter or Crash is like, oh, this is sweet. Come here and look at this. And she has found Braxis on the their whatever cameras they have running alone through the desert. Yeah, and Psykill starts firing the ship's guns at Braxis down on Earth, so he runs back inside the cave, and, well, that doesn't matter. Copter tells Psykill the main gun is up to full power, so Psykill is gonna let these aliens know once and for all that you don't fuck with Psykill, and he gets the base in his sights and blasts the top layer off it i guess oh clear off because then xor we're in the base xor looks up and it's just oh there's the sky yeah, it's um, the room they so were she, in <laughs> she blasts at the rogue star with her telepath ray thing <laughs> um and psykill fires back but both are like the rogue star is getting beat up and she is getting weakened yeah then braxis comes into the room and tells scooter and turbo that they need to weaken the queen but apparently turbo figured that out already but then she blasts them all against the wall and i guess that weak her enough she gets she ends up down like on one knee going oh, i'm tired i'm tired and leader one basically just says you know what fuck all this and just yes. turns the thing on again and this time they all get sucked up she's too weak to stop it and then turbo's like braxis did you invent this interfacer and braxis like yes of course and turbo's just like well don't do it again and just blasts it She's back in the 21st level, is she? Well, what's stopping her from creating her own interfacer there and coming right back? Like, this kind of goes back to the last episode where she asks Braxis how he did it, and she says, well, that's kind of a primitive way of doing it, but it works. Well, then slap together an interfacer with the latest whiz-bang shit from the 21st level, lady, and this time come back with all the troops. Better yet, just beam the GoBots into the 21st level, where all the troops already are, set up a nice ambush, or better, better yet, beam the GoBots to level 5 where that Tarask thing was and let them go a few rounds with him. You guys know what a Tarask is? It's a ridiculously OP monster in Dungeons and Dragons, and if you encounter it, barring a miracle, it's game over. The monster manual even pretty much says the odds of killing the fucking thing are slim to none without divine intervention. It has like 150 hit points, 6 attacks every round, armor class minus 6, you need a plus 5 weapon to even harm the fucking thing if you do hit it, it regenerates damage every round, most spells bounce right off it, then when it dies it just comes... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. The next episode Paul and I are going to review is Lost on Gobotron. If you want to see two guys who should get lost, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at pmcpherson1. Make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everyone you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. Get lost! I'll tell you later.